Yo, so we back in the house for another edition. Um, this is actually going to be a little bit um, lighthearted. I'm going to give my um, my review on X-Men Dark Phoenix. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. A lot of people were shitting on it. Uh, from a comic book standpoint, it could have been better. Um, a lot of things could have been left out. And a lot of things could have just been done better. So the... Um, the things that could have been done better. Well, let's go do that first. So, the things that could have been done better could have been, um, I think, on some real, even though they tried to adapt it where non-comic book watchers could watch it. Um, the storyline, could, I think, should have followed more closely to uh, the comic books. Whereas in the comic books, Jean Grey had actually... I think went out to outer space like they did in the movie, right? They had a mission, but she had actually, the solar flare had actually, she had actually absorbed it and she had actually snapped, for lack of better words. But it wasn't like right away. It, it was years that it took for her to become Dark Phoenix. But I think they could have sped that up in the movie. I think she could have, um, you know what I'm saying, became Dark Phoenix and snapped and went on a, a genocidal rampage like in the comic books where she eliminates four billion people in another galaxy um, which is why you know what I'm saying in the movie it would have been better to see that um, however they didn't show that um, and I think that could have been better right um, it was the only reason why the Dabari was actually on earth because they wanted to exact revenge and uh, absolve her of all the power that she had gained, right? They wanted to get the power that she was, uh, you know, harnessing, and then they wanted to kill her. Um, they still wanted to kill her in the movie, but it was more like they were trying to get her to embrace the dark side so that they could kill her. I think that was kind of stupid. Um, I also would have liked to see more recognizable villains. I don't really think the villains that were in the movie, they had a whole bunch of generic villains, which all they did was jump real high, fight. They had one guy, he had dreadlocks, where he was using them as fucking, um, he was using them as weapons, right? He looked like some, he looked like a half frog, half man, slapping motherfuckers with his dreadlocks. I think that was a very generic, cheesy, um, it just looks stupid, right? Magneto also had um, Magneto also had a, a sidekick that if she was unrecognizable, like I think they should have stuck with um, uh, Emma Frost or recognizable people from the uh, Hellfire Liberation Front. But you know, whatever. Also. I think they should have kept, if they wanted to keep the timeline how they wanted to, or how they did, I think they should have paralleled it closely with uh, X-Men Last Stand. If you watch this movie, X-Men Last Stand makes no sense. Um, because in that movie, I think that might have been circa 1985, where Xavier goes and picks Jean Grey up, takes her back to the mutant school. But if you watch this movie, it's circa 1992, 
So they go back in time further than when, or or they go forward in time, where he actually. Well, actually, let me take that back. They actually go back in time. So, whereas in Last Stand, he met Jean Grey in 1980, or 1980, 1985. In this one, he meets Jean Grey in 1975. Um, things speed up to when she's in her 20s. That would have been roughly about. Let's give it 12 years, right? That made her about 22. Because that's what uh, Sophie Turner looks like. She's about 22. If you watch that one, then X-Men 1 shows Magneto and Professor X when they're in the 60s or 70s. So within an 8-year time frame, 8-10-year time frame, they aged roughly about 10 to 15 years. Uh, which sound it looks stupid, right? So if you're gonna change up the timeline, at least make it parallel to any of the other movies. Um, a lot of people are saying because X-Men in the days they went back and forth, it altered realities. But it's stupid because with this one, um, with this one there in 1992, which would have been about eight years before Wolverine, it actually came to the um, to the mutant school. But it just makes no sense, right? Um, so this one, you actually literally have to watch it and assume that they carry on, they're carrying on tradition from X-Men First Class. If you watch it, with that in mind, it goes from First Class, they skim over a few years, they go into days, and then they go to... Um, then they go to this part, uh, Dark Phoenix, right? So you literally have to... Um, you literally have to like subtract movies that are already made from your subconscious. Basically, every movie from your subconscious, you have to actually basically forget that you saw X-Men 1 through Last Stand. You have to literally go in the movie like you've never seen those movies. And then you'll be good. Um, with this one, I think it can follow the timeline of um, End of Days, Last Stand. Well, no, let me not say that. I'm confusing my damn self. I think it could follow the timelines of uh, End of Days, First Class, and even Apocalypse. So it's like two sets of the same characters, right? But in different timelines, right? So it's kind of confusing. Um, but nonetheless, if you watch it with that in mind, it brings it back up to about, out of 10 stars... In my book, it gets a cool seven stars. If you can't forget that you've seen X-Men through, 1 through Last Stand, then it brings it down to about a two. Uh, Plot-wise, it's still a good movie. Special effects actually boosted up to that seven. Without the special effects, it would have been a six. But nonetheless, special effects make it visually stunning, so I fucks with it. Um, basically, that's my opinion on the movie. They're going to make this episode a real long one. Plus, I'm in a crowded building with a bunch of background noise. Y'all forgive me. I'm working this shit. But that's just my review. If you like it, you do. If you don't, you know what to do. Peace. Yo, so if you haven't heard, I'm also an author, not just a podcaster. Go check out that new book that I just published called Black Devil Blue Eyes. 
It's a love story that ends in tragedy, wrapped in a crime novel. So if you want to get entertained, you ain't doing shit. You're sitting around the house, around the fireplace, in the bed. It's late night. You ain't going out and turning up. Go check that out. Once again, the title is Black Devil Blue Eyes, available on Amazon. And I think it's only $9.99. So if you smoke, don't get that dime bag. Go get that book. Put some knowledge on your brain. Be entertained. Um, and tell your friends. <laughs>